Super Senpai Podcast. Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a weekly episodic tokusatsu-related podcast where we're hecka excited about mecha. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And with us this evening is a friend of mine, friend of the podcast. Uh, you know him uh, from so many other shows, but please welcome to the show uh, Doctor from the uh, SSA podcast, from the Gintama podcast, and so many others. Yes. Woo! Yes. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me on your show. Uh, this hey. feels nice to actually be on a podcast that I don't have to edit. <laughs> this is our, our service to you. Yeah. I mean, you no, were on great. my show once at least. Some, you know. Yeah. No, that's 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 part of it too. I, I mean, uh, you know, definitely having you or being on your shows has been a lot of fun. I've been on multiple times and I've been wanting to have you on um, with this weekly format. It's a little bit easier to have uh, all my internet friends on, but particularly because finding out you're also a toku head. Uh, yeah, it was important to have you on. So thanks for being here, Doc. Oh, yeah. Th- glad to actually be a part of this. It's been really fun listening to you guys. Really appreciate hearing you say that. We do, we, we <laughs> do like, it for no, the fan. Nobody <laughs> listens to the show, actually, it turns out. Uh-oh. Oh, no. No, no. Rats. You, you guys have been doing a very good job. I've, uh, I've been enjoying the show on a week-to-week basis. It's nice Thank to actually so. listen to a, a Tokusatsu podcast every once in a while. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Yeah, there aren't too many out there, but I think we've got a, a swarm of new ones popping up. I, I want to say there's at least two or three others that I know of that have popped up recently, and a couple others I know that are like coming back, like Toku Ladies Pod and stuff, so I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. I technically have one, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, how many shows did you tell me you had again? I want to say uh, it was double digits. Okay. It's uh, the Asperger's Enemy podcast, which is the main show. And mm-hmm. then spinoffs from there is just a Gintama podcast. One Podcast Prevails, which is a uh, talking about Detective Conan or Case Closed, as, as they know over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Ready Startup Change, which is our to- Tokusatsu podcast that I had started and uh i think that's mainly it uh, right now at least uh i'm currently have like a bunch of projects that i'm working on my uh patreon which is patreon.com slash ssaa network <laughs> plug there you go done no, i'm not gonna do it anymore uh and uh i have a bunch you of used it up yeah, yeah that's it. it that's it <laughs> it's expired now i have a bunch of smaller projects reviews and stuff like that are up on there um so yeah I'm doing a lot of things. I technically, have a video game podcast we were supposed to start. I think at one point we're still supposed to do some other shows, assuming we we meet like proper goals and stuff. But uh, but that, at least the 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 first three are usually the ones I usually uh, are on a somewhat weekly basis. So mm. I, I do too much, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we like to call ourselves the the sleep hater boys around here because we, yeah. we also do a lot. So you're you're the king of no sleep. <laughs> king of no sleep. No joke. I'm in the middle of editing an episode as we're recording. <laughs> okay. Thank you for taking the time from your. It's 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 like uh, what was the Tom Cruise film Minority Report? You're over there like moving your hands in the air, like editing and being on pods at the same time. <laughs> oh my yeah. Goodness. Meanwhile, I want to be in that pool of like goo, just sleeping. <laughs> Just be like, I just want to stay here, please, for the love of God. <laughs> no, Matt, you're just another sleep hater boy. Yeah. yeah. Welcome right. to the team. <laughs> I think that I think we may be answering uh, one of our questions a little too early here, but I mean, that's it. <laughs> we've shown our power. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So then before we get into it. Um, we promised, uh, we promised our audience and a little thank you for contributing to us. And, uh, you know, we're going to do our little drawing here. Thank you, everybody, for submitting questions. And um, I guess here we go. 
This is the drum roll. <laughs> uh, looks like it's uh, Popeye Otaku. Every yeah. fan three four one seven. Yay! That's uh. <sighs> Congratulations! Woo! Congratulations! <laughs> you won. <laughs> We should have put in the, the sound <laughs> effect from from Shun from uh from um Kamen Rider Forze when he does the little salute like the ding like that little kind of like video game noise. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh perfect. Oh, we'll do that. We'll do that. And get sued by um, Toei. No. Uh oh. <laughs> but congrats, uh, okay, Troy. Maybe thanks not. for Troy. Thanks for sending in questions and uh, uh, hope you enjoy the shirt. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll reach out to you before this actually comes out probably and then. Um. Telepathically. It's kind of meta, I guess. A little time travel here. <laughs> but make sure that we get it so that we can get it to you as soon as possible. But yeah, so um, I guess on with the show then. Um, so, Doc, uh, we, you you know by now, we ask everybody this. Uh, give us a little bit of your background with Tokusatsu. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. It's, fun. it's a funny question because uh, I ended up going down this weird rabbit hole when uh, I was in some ways researching how I, how I ended up becoming the person that I am now. But I think pretty the, the, I'll TLDR wow. as much as I can. Uh, so Power Rangers is pretty much the the, the main thing that really got me into uh, Tokusatsu in general because I was in the prime age of uh, of Power Rangers at the time, growing up in the nineties. Uh, what's what's amazing is that I think for those of you who actually know or at least had watched Power Rangers back then, it was normally on Fox. Uh, I lived in Miami for the majority of my life. And our Fox didn't have the Fox Kids programming block. Mm. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and this is like the the craziest thing because I remembered half of this stuff and then I started looking up and I realized, oh, wow, it's actually way more ridiculous than it actually needs to be. So, uh, because our, our Fox affiliate in, in Miami did not want to carry any children's program anymore, they wanted to like focus on news and stuff, they left that block of shows and stuff and threw it over to the wb channel hmm. which is where primarily where i was watching power rangers like mass rider uh, big bad beetleborgs everything else and that sort of right. also like having it on the same channel allowed me to get exposed to all the wb stuff you know your, your batmans your supermans and what have you so that's kind of like it can't it's somewhat tangentially related to my interest later on in life and with comics and stuff like that which is kind of cool um yeah. and then eventually end up going away because they ran out of time and they wanted to promote their wb programming so they got rid of the fox stuff it got thrown into a home shopping network channel affiliate what i know <laughs> okay what? i'm not kidding right. uh, so it was on a home shopping network channel which then got restructured and bought out by what would be known as the, the usa network i think you probably see yeah 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 monday night raw is on right now probably if we're recording this uh <laughs> which is also related to me because i'm a big wrestling fan as well uh and they all the broadcast sort of branch like all the all the air broadcast channels it got moved to what was channel 69 which they dubbed whammy nice it, you know it's weird it's whammy in miami which was a children's block <laughs> <laughs> I, you you can I'm look sorry. it up. Yes, Doc. Can you say that um, one more time for me, please? I just need to hear the, that phrase one more it's, time. I, I am doing it with my hands. Whammy on Miami. <laughs> um, okay. Oh. So this is the uh, that's the episode title. I think I think we got it already. Uh, you you can look it up. Go look up Whammy on Miami. You can see commercials on YouTube right now. Uh, at least now they should still be up up there. But uh, it was all the Fox Kids programming stuff was on there. So the funny thing is, is that the gap was kind of perfect for me because 
uh, it was on WB up until Turbo, and I know the mo- the movie came out and they showed a bit of Turbo. It got cut from WB. There was a gap, which was most of Turbo, and then it got on Whammy, which is around, uh, I believe, Power Rangers in Space. So mm-hmm. I was so confused. Uh, uh, so then that happened. It was on Whammy for a while up until Time Force, and then the channel that essentially was affiliated with it they ran out of money, so they dumped the entire channels and sold it off to Univision. Uh, so if you, so if you didn't get the accent, um, uh, so imagine waking up, uh, well, not waking up, probably in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I want to see some Power Rangers. Why not? And then I turn on the channel, and it's a bunch of Spanish soap operas. That's the worst feeling in the world. So, uh, and that was around the time that high sc- I was in high school. So my I mean, I I like Power Rangers still at the time, so but it wavered a bit. I think I was focused on wrestling. It was 2001 at the time, so that's like right there, cut off. I didn't get to see Power Rangers. And by then, I think it eventually got bought out by Disney, and that's the whole changing of there, and it showed up on ABC and JetX and all that stuff there. But right, yeah, right. It, it, so all that stuff was there. I ended up going to college, and that's where I met uh, the majority of my friends. Who I, in a, We ended up starting an anime club which was essentially the precursor to the podcast that I run because basically all the people in that anime club are my friends and we just mm-hmm. wanted a place to hang out and watch anime. And at a certain point, I'm like, why don't we just put a mic in front of us and talk about it? So it's so weird origin parts, points of that uh, from there. But uh, I think one of my friends there during the anime club says, hey, have you ever checked out Super Sentai? Uh, I, at the time... I was aware of anime and I was aware of the Japanese side of things. So I never actually checked out Super Sentai or to- in mm. like the Japanese end of Tokusatsu. Uh, I was aware of it. I mean, by then I had internet, so I was at least happy with that. <laughs> he, uh, So he, my friend turned me on to what was the currently running Super Sentai series at the time was Gogo Sentai Bokenger. Mm. And I fell in love with it. It was goofy, very different. I was like, this is Power Rangers, but it's also kind of almost taken a little bit more seriously. It's strange. Mm. It's I, I didn't really... I, I was just enthralled by it, and I kept watching it, and eventually I ended up kind of going through what else was available at the time, and the other series that was running, that was running at the exact same time was Kamen Rider Kabuto. Uh, oh, yeah, another one. <laughs> yeah, so I... Yeah, that show was like... This this like feels like a movie. What this it's like it's shot so differently. It's it's acted very differently. This is there. This is real. What is what's going on? What's happening? Uh, yeah. And I think uh, I, then eventually I started just following along what else was airing at the time. I looked up other stuff like uh, Lion Murder G. At one point was that's a weird show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no. And after and since then I've been. Uh, looking at everything I could, and I've been, I've been a fan ever since. I even though there there are times where I I'm not always caught up with the current series that it's airing. You know, right. Sometimes right. I might miss a show or two, but I'm usually around. I, it's usually in my view, on my monitor at one point or another. So, yeah, right, that's me. Well, cool. So you're sort of a, a, a later convert then, but that's that's great. That's exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. All the access problems and stuff, even for. Power Rangers. That's usually for for most people we talk to. Once you once you have access to Power Rangers, it's just kind of omnipresent, and it's it's getting to the Japanese stuff. That's the hard part. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like at the time, because I had no internet, so even 
finding the channels when it was on was a mission and a half. I think I, I went to my grandmother's house one day, and she lives in New Jersey. So Fox Kids was actually on Fox at the time. So I, I ended up tun- tuning onto the channel and seeing actual Power Rangers. And I think at that point, it was like mid-turbo, too. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't know what this Fox Kids was. I didn't know Power Rangers was on here. And then I go back home, and then I try to turn on Fox there, and it's like, oh, it's news. And this and. <sighs> The amount of upsetness I had, and I didn't know at the time because just like the information wasn't really that available to me at the time, and it wasn't until like college age when I started to get to know more things, and then I started exploring more and checking out more stuff. So it was a lot of fun by then. So, but but still, yeah. I mean, Power Rangers was always like a part of me, and sort of like it almost you can see the the lines of my interest over the years, like just mm. having these giant robot fights and my fascination of like robot anime is sort of like where you can see the seeds planted from early on the flashy over the top characters and stuff that I actually really enjoy from wrestling nowadays. Right. Uh, right. It's, it's sort <laughs> it, it's so like there's an origin point and one uh, somewhere with power Rangers and it all began looking up on some crazy channel at one point or another, but yeah, I, I, it it's always stuck with me, and it I probably will always be with me, unfortunately, until the day I die. But uh, yeah, even <laughs> I but, wouldn't say fortunately, but sure, yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. I'm sure I'm gonna virtually t- teach my kids about this stuff one day. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, it's hey, just called good parenting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah clearly. Come on now, they they gotta know who the heroes are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Real quick, uh, thinking about uh, Bokenger, I think. That might have been one of around the time that so Kabuto was around my time too, but uh, I think I was looking up like oh you know uh, YouTube or whatever it was has like some of the transformation like the henshin sequences up, mm. and I think it was Bokenger where the red catches an enemy's weapon with his morpher and then transforms as he pushes them away with it, and oh. that made me go like whoa like this oh, is yeah like, this is some cool stuff the 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 excellular which is the their transformation device. Uh, mm. It's probably my favorite one. Uh, it's goofy because it was like during the age of at least a big time when they were focusing on cell phones at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Cell phones were the thing. It, it's, I guess not so much now, but still. It, we're on mm-hmm. guns now, which is great, I guess. That's an evolution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, it has that little, like the wheel at the bottom end of it. I, I've seen clips of maybe, I think it might have been Blue who was running uh, to face some monsters and there is like a, like a, a railing right next to him. And he uses the railing to uh, turn the wheel at the bottom of the phone so he can transform. It's, oh. it's stuff like that is just so silly and creative <laughs> and that, and still help me. They end up adapting that series into power Rangers. And it's probably the worst version of power Rangers I've ever seen. <gasps> really? Oh, it's okay. not good. <laughs> okay. They 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 did at least they do the part where they they flip the the, the red is uh I don't know how to describe this but the the phone spins in his hands at least he does that practically which looks really cool but other than that you have some very dodgy accents but how have you been enjoying um Lupin Ranger versus Pattern Ranger so far I've been liking it uh it, this is the the first time I've been somewhat caught up with I, I've been I've been dipping in and out at times it's just unfortunately the way my interest in my busyness all podcasts and all i mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to actually be caught up with every series i try to i try to uh, watch as much as i can at a time but at least slipper ranger is keeping my interest i've been enjoying it so far i never mm-hmm. thought i i yeah it, i think the dynamic was so uh 
the premise is so different with just two competing Sentai teams and they're very antagonist, antagonistic towards each other and how that dynamic would work as a long running series. I, I've seen, I've seen those Sentai versus Sentai specials. Those are fun for like the last end part of it after they're busy. Like we don't like you for some reason and we're going to fight each other. Oh wait, there's a bigger bad. We should fight that guy instead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Basically the standard setup. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, and like imagine that as a full length TV show, I was like, I hope this could work. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's it's been keeping that conflict up. So mm-hmm. I've been I've been appreciative of that certainly. Yeah, so far so good. I can't I can't really I can't complain too much. I think there's like small little weird things that I'm stuff like Goody. I just like I I don't know how to feel about the this thing and how it's just I just feel like going over here today and just like I guess this is a weird way to make people have robots more often than the other person. I don't know it it. I I I I don't know where to put it right now, but I I'm at least happy with the show right now. I'm not like turned off by the whole thing, at least. Well, good. That's good. All right. So, uh, Pat, do you do you have any predictions or anything, or do we want to get into that before we watch the episode? Mm, I don't think I have anything right now. Yeah, nothing really got um, nothing really got slated from last week because once again, uh, got my wishes granted. Um, I guess I'm gonna keep pushing for the double fusion attack. <laughs> I will get it eventually. One of these days. You? Um, I don't know. We got the green, um, I guess I would, I mean, my, my gut tells me we're going to get a Lupin Blue episode. Um, Mm. just, it feels like we haven't really focused on him in a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I still, I still want to see the villain motivation. I want to know, other than just general mafia bad guyness, I kind of want to know what they're about, but. Who knows right. what we'll get? Oh, and the, oh, that's right. Uh, the um, I think we're about to. They they hinted at the 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 gangler that was going around freezing people two episodes ago. Yeah, which I thought we were, they were going to follow up on. So maybe this will be the one. Mm. I guess we'll see. Well, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, we're ready to watch that episode. I guess so. All right. Let's do it. この番組はザノシートキオアキクリグループPRTとザコミックフィンドとご覧のスポンサーの提供でお送りします。And we're back. Uh, another good one this week. I guess I didn't. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> uh, di- didn't grant any wishes this time. I feel like many wish for me. You know, I'm always. I'm always pushing for more hard suit with the Lupin Kaiser, and we got a fair amount of it this week. So that a little mini wish. That's like an that's like an always wish for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Constance. Well, we got to follow up on the thread from last week where um, Tsukasa Pato Pink noticed that something was weird about the people at the the you know the people that worked at the cafe. She brings it up to her the the global police. Um, they basically begin their investigation, but kind of flub it. Good Striker gives uh, Lupin Red the heads up that, uh, yeah, uh, they're on your trail and they totally know what you're up to. Um, and so we don't get like a new monster this week, really, but they kind of get a way to wiggle out of um, being suspected in uh, using the duplicate ability from Good Striker. And um, 
a little bit of uh, Master of Disguise work from Kogure, as well as maybe just a little bit of a hint on the left hand Gosh. Um, she has some kind of analysis or, or um, analyzability that gives her an upper hand over them. And then a lot of uh, Jim Carter, which I, I didn't necessarily want, but we got it. So, <laughs> yeah, not sure where this is going to go next week, but that's what we're that's where we're at. Let's double up on Jim Carter. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. You heard them, Toei. They want no, more Jim. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, guys, how are we feeling about this episode coming out? Uh, episode eight. Um, I, I'm okay with it. I I think it's a very much a and I hate using this term, but filler. Uh, mm. I I think at one point they I I, th- I did like that they were actually starting to suspect the actual the actual Lupin Rangers at the beginning. I was hoping that they would do this a little bit later, though. But I guess they wanted to give you the false sense of security at the beginning. Um, now, but I I don't know. I mean, hopefully they the, the, this, with the suspicions being thrown off. I, I would wonder how they're going to get about to actually figuring out who these guys are, mm. if they ever will. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree this feels filler. It definitely feels very functional. It's very much like, a, okay, well, we need to throw the, the cops off the scent for a few more episodes. So this episode performs that function. Mm. So it's maybe not quite the same emotional or plot beats. It's definitely like a, well, we need to sort of put up the smokescreen and keep this going a little longer because they've gotten kind of close. So Yeah, I, and, and like I said, I don't like using that term really ever because it's not really... It's not it, like it's serving a purpose in the sense of like you're kind of you are getting a little bit of like hey what would happen if this situation were to be like and I'll pin it, it being pink yeah, the one that's actually leading the charge of like knowing possibly just based on a hunch mm. more or less because he just like mm. they have a very they're shaped very much like the Lupin Rangers <laughs> they might be them <laughs> these people well, are thief shaped it's also a nice sort of nod to the fact that like she's just a really good detective and if it weren't for their like over-the-top tricks and tools at their disposal, she would have already figured them out. Like, she did figure them out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that right. I think that's probably my favorite part of it. It's sort of, I really like that she's the one that is probably the more competent of the three. At least the one that at least is a little bit more headstrong in the sense of, like, uh, Red doesn't have, like, that whole, like, I'm gonna get you guys mentality, because he's just, like, he's very much, like, he's just after the guys and doesn't really think about his surroundings while she's sort of gets to see a little bit more i'm unless green is a secret genius then we don't know about it yet uh, i want that to happen one day but that's my crazy prediction for the future he's the one that discovers that the lupin rangers well prediction right now <laughs> boom done but mm. yeah i i look forward to tsukasa being vindicated in the future but i think seeing what other kind of tools they have at their disposal and then the lupin rangers really becoming the lupin rangers yeah with uh, kogure's <laughs> quick change there that was mm-hmm. And then masks on masks. Uh, when uh, <laughs> that's great. I, I, that's well, we, I think that's one of my favorite gags. anytime is when somebody's wearing a mask over their mask. Uh, but a loop on red using the duplicate ability, but then also dressing up the duplicates like uh, yellow and blue. Just <laughs> it's it's just it's just fun. Yeah, I definitely really enjoyed that little nod there. And I think um, as much as we've talked about uh, Jim Carter being sort of horrifying um doc's revelation that the voice actress for jim carter is the same as kagura from gintama completely alters my metrics on that character and now i completely love him so him her them robot whatever so yeah (laughs) you know that i'm actually okay with it overall just because now i'm like oh that's kagura of course like so yeah 
<laughs> Kikumi hmm. has a little has pretty good range in her at least in the different roles that she usually is in between this. It, so. It's it's obviously just me being bad at this because like I'm notoriously bad at like identifying say you and stuff like that. So it I mean once you say it I'm like yes now I oh. can hear it but you I could have watched a thousand of these and probably not put two and two together on that. So <laughs> yeah, it happens every once in a while where I I do like to hear a lot of. Um, a, a lot of voice actors show up on these series, especially when they're like suited monsters and what have you. So it's nice to see every once in a while. Gratefully, I'm on the other side of things, so I can continue to despise this robot. Oh yeah, you're fine. No, uh, preconceptions or feelings otherwise. Just continue to be horrified by the robot hands that fold out and ugh. well, and also feel bad for the suit actor that has to sit there like with the arms folded up, like at most most times. Like that's. Like, uh, the cr- I can't imagine the cramps. Like, ugh. Uh, highlight with the Polderman. I, I really enjoyed the goofy Polderman uh, this time around. Oh, yeah. In lieu of the, the weekly kaiju, we they just blew up some... A uh, ghost just blew up some uh, Poldermen, and they uh, we got a, a lot of... Uh, oh, <laughs> how do you describe that? Hijinks? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shenanigans, oh, yeah. Shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Them doing mm-hmm. the whole... Uh, uh, cavalry battle thing was probably yeah. the highlight of that episode. Yeah, and then Lupin Kaiser just slapping the, the the spear out of its hand like it wasn't even like a it wasn't a real fight at that point. Just get, get out of here with this! What are you doing? What is that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was really that like to me. I think the the way they gathered around and started their plan and like agreed to it and came out kind of all gung ho, just. That's how you can take what are essentially completely generic, you know, mook villains and give them so much personality. Because um, I know in, um, mm. I'm not super familiar with some of the more recent Sentai series um, since I've been going back through Common Rider and such. But I know having the mooks grow large, I know they at least did that in Kyorayugur, right? I don't know if they've done it since then. Um, but uh, they've done it a couple times in the okay. last few I, I like again i've been away from a few sentai series in a while but i know they've been doing the occasional mook just be right. giant for whatever reason it and not often to this degree where it's just like maybe like a powered mook like the i know in kyoryuger they would like sort of like either just be big or they could like form these sort of weird like kind of pale pasty white like dinosaur things so they were sort of like generic kaijin if mm-hmm. you will but having these guys sort of like have a little plan and go for it and still lose like just really like i mean you know the villain doesn't have a chance so, so to watch these guys like work really hard on the plane that really doesn't have a chance it was really charming that was that was a real highlight for me Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel bad, a little bit bad that they ended up uh, getting blown into bits, but uh, just a little bit. Yeah, I think, if anything, the, the comedy makes up for the fact of the, the fight being, I guess, somewhat one-sided. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit excited at first because I was like, oh man, there's like a bunch of them that, that got blown up or, or got uh, made larger. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I was like, oh, is this, is this, are we, are we already going to get, uh, two mecha right now? But no, 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 this is, that's way too soon. I feel like that would be a waste if for the, against these guys. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit, but, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, that's just me getting too excited. Um, I also have to, to really give it to the, the, um, fight sequence that happened in the underground gangler base. Um, with all the the sort of cement Ooh, pillars, yes. oh, yeah. um, and I mentioned this uh, last week with uh, the episode where we had Tom on, and they fought in the forest. 
and how I felt like the the incorporation of the trees really kind of set the tone because a lot of times in Sentai in particular, the setting is just sort of a backdrop. It's just to look different while they do the same moves, but they really, really worked in the pillars and that sort of breaking up of the fight so that Red could, t- you know, Lupin Red could take on Gauche and could take on all those Poldermans and they were bouncing around and there were lots of like close range shots with exploding impacts that was very you know, Ghost in the Shell, Matrix style, like these close bullet impacts, throwing stuff everywhere. And it was really, really effective. It was a really dynamic fight. Yeah, I think probably one of the biggest things that I've seen, especially in this series, is just the them taking risks in how they shoot fight scenes has been really fun. I mean, GoPro Mm. aside, I enjoy it, to be fair. But I like that they, but even the fact that they make sure to have even who's fighting be shot differently. Like the GoPro is mainly on oh, Lupin Rangers and yeah. stuff like that. It's and like you have things like the, when the Pat Rangers uh, robot is uh, um, is fighting. There are, are like things like overhead shots that uh, usually don't. I I like I was actually surprised to actually see it, um, in some some episodes. But yeah, it, it's 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 I like how they try to differentiate between who's fighting just based on camera work alone. So uh, the camera is is also another character in the fights. So. It, 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 like, again, this 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 show. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not really. I have gripes with it, but I think what it does is make sh- keep me entertained throughout the rest of it, throughout the entire episode. So I'm at least happy yeah, with definitely. that. Yeah, I think the greatest crime uh, a Toku series can commit is like letting you be bored or making you like look at sort of like how much time's yeah. <laughs> left in this episode. Um, and I definitely have not yeah. felt yeah. that with this series so far. Like. You want to, You don't want to go. How much time is left in this? You want to go like, oh please, please not. Don't, don't end the episode yet. No, no, no. That's that's the feeling that uh, that's the feeling I have with build every week. Like no. Like, so, yeah. Um, I'm I'm somewhat of between. I'm not at that extent with this yet. Uh, it could happen, but I definitely you know uh, I'm not watching the yeah. clock. Right. While we're watching these, this so, this that's good. this year's superhero time has been doing some crazy creative stuff with their camera work and both on this and in build. Like build has been, it's almost scary how good it's been. Yeah. on a weekly basis, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I'm terrifying. I, I'm waiting for the other shit to drop. But like it's gonna turn bad one day. <laughs> I know it is, but it hasn't I mean, so far. So sort of yeah. send off to the yeah, Heisei yeah. era. Like if these are gonna be your last shows, they're taking big risks and they're paying off. And like that's. Oh, that's that's actually a very that's a that's a uh, mentality I never thought about. I, I forgot that the era is going to be ending. It's weird, mm. but at the same time, it's like yeah, it's really paying off. And I hope, like I mean, I know to some degree when you're making, I mean, Toei alone is making you know two or three shows a year. You know, just just Toku, you're making fifty episode shows. You know, you can't innovate all the time. But I hope the response is such mm. that they are willing to all it. You know, all it takes is. You know, because this could just as easily have been a six ranger series, but just by making it two teams of three, it mm. feels so fundamentally yeah. different. Yeah. And I hope, mm-hmm. and that, that's all it takes, just that little extra element to make the same thing feel fresh and new. And I just hope that they carry that forward. You're turning me around <laughs> on this, Grant. Now, like now, I'm thinking, like never, never mind. This isn't Phil anymore. This is the best episode ever. I will say that it, it could be. I almost never want to use the word filler as much as I can, but yeah. I would say. Uh, padding is just padding. Yeah, I think that's that's they're padding a little bit. There is a little bit of padding. I think it's just like there is no. They do good jobs at creating moments of questioning or get getting to know certain characters. Little just little moments of just 
uh, uh, to just to get to know Gosh and everyone else. Uh, it's I think it's good in the way it's building. Yeah, it's centered around it's centered around Jim Carter. Like, it's not exactly the thing I was like ho- waiting for, but mm-hmm. uh, the moments that they use they 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 manage to make it work. So I can't complain. Not really. Like I I feel like I went from one end to <laughs> to the other. I've swung the other way already. So I I'm, I'm no longer gonna be. Uh, I'm 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 gonna trust this show with my life. I'm sure of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just might steal your heart. It might steal my heart one day. Yeah, they they'll send they'll throw they'll throw a card at me and then they'll tell me that they're stealing my thing right now. It's just like, but you just got here. Aren't you supposed to give me time? No, sorry. Um, I also, uh, I I do have to 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 give a as someone who enjoys puns and bad humor, um, them taking time out of the runtime to have. You know the bit with actually solving Jim Carter's riddle at the end, and Hilltop very <laughs> oh, like, right. comically like sort of showing, and they're all like setting it up, or the fact where, or the the part where, um, not Kyrie Keichiro, uh, Pat Ranger Red is, uh, he's very obviously like watching Kyrie in his, you know, in his Zenigata detective outfit, like leaning out in the street watching him, like not even attempting to be subtle, like just little things like that that are just like, you guys are having fun. You're having a lot of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, we can't, uh, can't forget the, um, the stand in Metro yeah. Global Police. <laughs> oh, uh, getting dunked on by Jim Carter taking out his rage. Like, yes. I appreciate it. I think at one point when Jim Carter gave the riddle to the Lupin, quote, the Lupin Rangers at the time, mm-hmm. and they were confused. And one of the, one of the little, one of the, the fake uh, police guys were just like, what? <laughs> he, even he reacted to like, really? You're, you're going to actually do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a treat. The plot didn't really move, but it served to function. and was a lot of fun. And so I'm, I'm overall very positive on it. Um, I think the probably the standout effect was the when uh, Lupin Kaiser shot that buzzsaw, and we got that. I mean, it was very similar cam- camera work to what we got last week when they fired a buzzsaw that was like kind of more horizontal. This was a little more like vertical, like a wheel, but it was still. I like this sort of like camera chasing it and like dodging left and right behind it as it goes up through them. That's a. I mean, it's a good effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything we didn't like or didn't care for? Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say Jim. <laughs> uh, but uh. I don't think there's anything outright that I was just upset about. I don't know. I, I've always been like lukewarm on Goody for like the longest, but it's even Goody inside of uh, this dude's shirt, and it's just like, oh, yeah. how did how did no one even notice the fact that this guy actually had this? It's this giant plain thing in front of this dude's shirt. Like he's not exactly that chubby, so he can't really hide it and and claim it's fat or something. But it's you know it's like small little things, and but that's like. That's for comedy's sake, and it's not a big deal. But there's a nice yeah. little piece of slapstick there, I think. Yeah, it's interesting um, to go from last week, where you know the we had the the Lupin Rangers just be like, "Ugh, we don't even want to deal with you, good striker," and then this week just kind of, yeah, sure, why not? Like <laughs> it's like they're sort of mercurial with him. Well, he kind of, you know, he he stepped in to make sure they didn't get caught for one, and then two helped with the the, the off screen duplicate. Um, so I think maybe they were a little more invested or ready to rock with him rather than kind of exhausted. I feel like there's something about Code Gray that yeah. is not being said. They, they've hmm. they've been hinting at this several times and it's been bugging me ever since the first episode. I don't know. Um, I've always had like just a, I'm just a, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a weird intuition or something. I was like, I don't know. Something's up with this guy. It, 
it, it, I think he's never interacted with the Pat Rangers before. Not not like physically. So, so I was talking with my friends one day. I was like, it'd be great if like they show up in the Pat Rangers office and then like you just like as the episode ends, you see uh, Kogare's face is on a wanted poster as it's passing by credits. There you go. That's the end. But I'm not, I don't know if I would go that far. But I think I wonder if there's more that he there's some th- stuff that he's not saying is what's bugging me. It might, be, it might mm. be revealed in the future, but we'll see. Mm, definitely. Do we have any predictions for next time or hopes for next time? I think we're due for um, an update on that uh, ice ice gangler. Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah, either a little bit of that is, uh, I think, a safe bet, or um, I guess more on Kogure. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if any. I don't know if any of the characters need any. I guess focus episodes right now, not the moment at least. I feel like everyone's sort of had their time, so I, I guess uh, I don't. I don't think I have anything per se. Are they going to do another pun? Is that going to be the next? Is it going to be a weekly thing? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I continue to want my motivation for the ganglers, but um, I, you know, honestly, I didn't expect what we got this week, so I'm good with being surprised. <laughs> mm. All right, guys, do we want to go ahead and get to those Twitter questions? Sure. That's right. It's time for Senpai Noticed You. That's the sound effect. <laughs> that's, that's the noticing noise. That's what happens when someone notices yeah. you. That noise comes up. That's exactly what happens in real life. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So the first one uh, comes to us from our good buddy, Bahalai Bebop. Uh, they ask, how much does CGI lessen the experience of Toku for you, if at all, in comparison to practical effects? That's that's kind of funny because we were talking about how you uh, had moments that we had that that buzzsaw thing, uh, which is like a highlight mm. on this episode. I can't say that CG really bugs me. Not often. I feel like if it, it's it, it kind of goes along with the suspension of disbelief of what I'm watching. Um, it, it seems silly, but it's like, yeah, it's it, sometimes bad CG is the same as you've seen the zipper <laughs> in the back of a dude's suit. Um it, it sometimes it comes with the territory. Uh, it doesn't always throw me off, though. I'll just say that as long as it, you know, if it's used cor- like appropriately and if it's not overdone, I can be okay with it. Uh, I think for me, when I I love I adore special effects like around the practical effects, like when they wrap it around or if it's like enhancing a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little less excited when they do like a full body CGI. Like if we see like a super and then oh you know he's, he's flipping through the air, but the physics look kind of strange, or you know like the mocap is whatever. But when the CGI is used, like you know obviously it's gonna look kind of silly. It's a Sunday morning show. But when it's used in a way like uh, when Ghosh is like pushes through reality to teleport out that I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Like when it warps, when it warps the area around it. Um, we see it with the fire effects. We see it, I think, a little bit with the sometimes with wind effects. That's that's my yeah. that's my jam. Yeah, I'm I got I got echo pat sentiments there. I'm, I'm really OK with um, or I'm I guess I'm most at peace with CG used for uh, sort of particle effects, if you will, special attacks or sort of I guess CG is I don't like CG being the car. I like CG being the flame sticker on the side, if you will. Um, as long as the main vehicle mm. is practical mm-hmm. effects, and physical sets, physical suits, and then you can make your energy effects look like whatever. I think that's fine um, because even back in the old show era stuff like, you know, they would just like the, the energy beams and things like that were very clearly not physical effects so it's still they were drawn on the cells or what have you um 
so but i still like seeing like practical explosions and things like that expensive that they may be um but i'm i just because of the way practical effects age i just think it increases the shelf life and um cg just doesn't mm. like if it if it's for a fireball well you know it's not that big a deal but if it's for everything in a shot well, like that, you know that can be kind of a letdown yeah we got to go back to um, reversing footage of people falling off of rooftops. <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking <laughs> that's about. What that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, I love it. But no, good question. Uh, all right, so this one comes to us from Rufus2K2. In Toku shows, a new rider or new team member will appear and can either initially antagonize the protags, reject the team, or immediately be a comrade in arms. Who is your favorite of either camp? So this is for your, uh, your, your new team member showing up. What, what do you prefer oh. their flavor to be? Pat, you want to start us on this one? Sure. I think my preference is when there's a, there's a little bit. I, I I like I favor Ryder here because um it's sort of expected that the anybody else that jumps in has like an ego or is like just kind of a d bag sometimes, and then eventually mm-hmm. they soften up. Um, and I kind of favor that a little more than somebody who's friendly right right away because I'm suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't trust you. You're too friendly. Like, what's your deal? But um, I definitely uh, favor when they're all in, all in, or all invested with the main party, or whatever, uh, whatever it ends up being. Like that's whenever they come around to that, and in a, in a meaningful way, ideally, that's my favorite. Like, uh, oh, especially if it's like something that's like painful for them, like they have to give something up to join mm-hmm. the team um, because of you know circumstance or uh, like just chase joining the team and drive sorry sorry Spoilers. i wouldn't say it <laughs> whatever he's a tertiary rider when the tertiary rider shows up and drive and when he joins it's like i mean it was something like you know it was gonna happen eventually probably but like when it finally does you're like yeah like it's uh like yeah <laughs> um that so that's uh that's my take well uh i guess for me i do i mean if, certainly I, we all enjoy our our tommy or our barais jumping in and just kicking everybody in the face and being like what's up nerds but um i do enjoy i very much enjoy the flavor of someone like say date from o's who shows up and is just kind of like chill like he's very just kind of confident and he's like i don't understand why you guys are having such problems with this i'm here for the money like that's an interesting as opposed to say your your hot-blooded secondary rider who just shows up and is flipping their hair around and being very dramatic which is great too um date is just kind of like cool and mm. calm and collected whereas like everyone else is just all over the place and doesn't know what's going on he just is very he is he is the sort of calm character which is just interesting you know bounced off all these other the greeds and 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 ag and so on and so forth so i guess date uh i i actually funny enough i was when i saw the question i ended up thinking of something else and it's it's almost a different aspect of it where uh i remembered uh go kaiger and the introduction of kokai silver uh where his his uh his entry was that the fact that like he was a a super big sentai nerd (laughs) yeah that's right and when he got in the group, the rest of the ra- the rest of the the Gokai just like, uh, nah, dude, we don't want you in our group. I was like, but I'm the sixth ranger. It's like it. <laughs> it's like no, 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 you're good. You have you're like, but I think what was really what was really cool is that yeah, he got introduced and he's like he has this whole like he he has that very Genki sort of attitude about himself, which is so so uh not how the other uh, other gokai just are like so it it, it it adds to the dynamic of it but also was really nice especially with, with uh, captain marvelous was like 
he he kind of basically told him like you're not going to be our not going to be our comrade because you got to realize that we're wanted by this evil organization are you willing to give up <laughs> your life to fight against these people and for him to, to go go Silva to be like yeah i'm i'm going to do it i'm going to i'm going to I don't care. I'm gonna fight these guys, and we're gonna we're gonna fight together. And he's like, "All right, man. I like your gumption. Here's your morphine. Let's go." <laughs> uh, yeah, guy. Uh, he was he's so fun, and I think that was the one series where I was. It was really cool where it just they flipped it a little. Where it's just like, yeah, it's, he's not antagonistic. It's just more like the main team is antagonistic to him, and it takes it takes a while for him to getting. I guess being a part of the group, but uh, his his introduction really. At least it sparked uh, a lot more mm. uh, interest in my end. Go Kadra on its own was such a fantastic series. So yeah, good pick. Yeah, Ugh. that's a pretty good take on it. I think. Okay, so our next question comes to us from uh, Kid Flash BN or DBN. Uh, if you created your own Sentai, what would it be? I guess I'll start. I guess I'm next in rotation here. Um, so again, with questions like this, uh, you know. I just wouldn't stop creating. Probably, you, you, it would depend on exactly when you asked me. But uh, at this moment, in this time, um, I guess I would kind of like to see. I know space. Like, of course, my first gut reactions are always like dinosaurs or like rescue vehicles. But we've seen plenty of those. So maybe something. Um, maybe like a full underwater season. Like everything is almost kind of like a sea lab type thing almost where they're like sort of like not not sea quest huh. mind you we don't want to go quite that far but sea lab where you have sort of like underwater animals or scientific exploration vehicles and they could be fighting against like monsters from the deep beneath the crust of the earth or something like that like be kind of a different because uh, we've had space but like fully submerged kind of seas and all underwater stuff i think it'd be kind of fun is this because you're is this because you're going through one piece right now i mean it's not not because of that I also just like <laughs> but, have a love of... uh, buddy. There's a show I should tell you about called Go Kiger. I also just kind of have an affinity for old games like XCOM, Terror from the Deep, and stuff like that. Now, obviously, wouldn't want it to be quite so gritty, but something like that. You know, fighting your sort of like creature from the Black Lagoon and giant krakens and Cthulhu beasts or something. That'd be fun. Um, is that Common Rider X? Is that right? Starfish Hitler. I think so. Yes. It's all water-based monsters <laughs> it's not really underwater maybe um to to quickly sorry to to jump in here a little early i don't know if... cgi uh to, to go back to the cgi question briefly uh sky fights i can work with but underwater fights have been the most painful for me in terms of cgi like whenever they do an underwater fight i'm like please <laughs> you know uh, let's, let's let's be done with this sooner rather than later please <laughs> Uh, especially like i think uh the ones that stick out to me most are probably the ones from o's like i just it didn't oh yeah wasn't my favorite weren't my favorite parts in o's i think um but uh maybe i'm maybe that's me it was a shame because that was a, i i actually like the that was it the shouta yeah, yeah the form looks great yeah for sure but uh that that just meant that uh we're gonna go underwater for a little bit during this part guys so. <laughs> mm. i said something earlier well, like right at the top of the show that I was going to use for this, but it's gone. Oh, so no. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you. I was like, oh, that's something we can go to later. But um, I'm still going to go with. I think we had something similar to this, but a cooking themed Sentai <laughs> would be really fun to me. Like different styles of uh, of cooking or or you know giant kitchen weapons. That's 
that's just fun. Oh yes, like, to me, I enjoy. Uh, what is it? Uh, gourmet? What some some kind of gourmet Sentai chef ranger or whatever? What to see ranger? <laughs> yeah. See, you're feeling it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like my hope was almost this season was almost the one I wanted. <laughs> Uh, where it was, it was, yeah, it was the Phantom Thieves, but it was like the detective aspect. That would have been, I would, that would have been the sense I, I wanted to see. Kind of like a sort of a hard boiled, similar to like the Comrade Double or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's like these guys are trying to fight, uh, are, are going against these Phantom Thieves, or in this case, would probably be the monsters. I don't know if they would probably do the Ranger thing, but I, I just like because it, it, it uh, being a Detective Conan fan, it, I always thought that would be kind of a cool thing to, if they were to actually do like a ranger about detectives, but I don't think they've done it. Not really. They've done police a bunch of times, but they've never actually done like full on. We have to like we with the big magnifying glass. I don't know. You can spin the magnifying glass and it turn and it transforms you into a ranger. I don't know how they would do that, but <laughs> I'm trying to find. I'm trying. Hmm. I'm trying to look at things how you could make that work. But yeah, it it's goofy things like that that made me think. You have to you have to pull on the um, I forget the name of the hat that uh, Sherlock Holmes wears, but yeah, that thing. Uh, it would probably be incorporated somewhat close to the helmets and stuff like that. So I had like I have a design doc already set up. You can't. No one can see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mine. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Original character, don't steal. <laughs> all right. So, um, we got another one here from Ajax Ranger, our buddy Alex. Uh, they ask, what are your thoughts on current Sentai slash Rider being used as a platform to help relaunch other Toei heroes, Gavan, Kikaider, Inazuman, etc.? And do you have any favorite episodes slash movies featuring them? Ooh. Uh, I am always 100% for introducing these series, um, other older series especially. I mean, a lot of the Metahari stuff, which I never really got into, per se. Uh, that was always something I want to get into at one point or another. I think it's just the follow-through <laughs> um, is the thing that right, I yeah. worry about. Because, we. I mean, I, I mentioned Gokaiger, and they had a crossover sort of thing with Gavin. Which is really cool. I actually really like that movie, and it actually got me very interested in wanting to check out Gavin. But I never got, a, I just never got around to it. But it, it, at least it sparked that thing in me. It was just like this is like the most, it was the most pure-hearted like love letter to the series in, in many ways. Where it's just like you have Marvelous, who was like he looked up to Gavin as a hero, and sort of, and you, I think if, if anything, it was worth it for um for the actor to uh, show up, uh, uh, Kenji Oba to show up in his other Sentai characters that he also portrayed at one point or another. Uh, and as along with himself as Gavon, where it's just like really bad green screen of it, him in, I think it was Gokai Silver is like, wow, all of you guys are here together. This is amazing. And everyone else is there. It's like, don't you notice that they all look the same for some reason? Because they're all played by the same actor. <laughs> I think, what was it? Uh, it was uh, Denji Man. He was Denji Blue and... Um, Oh jeez, I'm some, I'm gonna die if I forget this already. Uh, <laughs> Kenya, battle, battle Kenya. Right. Yes, battle Kenya. Wow, battle fever J. Yes. Hmm. Goodness gracious, That's, I had, I had to I had to reach for my head. But yeah, it was it was a kind of a cool moment there. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that, I would like it if they do it. But every time they try to incorporate Gavin, it always seems so tacked on. I don't know. So I haven't. 
interesting response to this because I was recently on another pod where I got to watch the first episode of Space Sheriff Gavon, so I am now uh, aware of the power of Space Sheriff Gavon. I mean, I, <laughs> I certainly enjoy Metal Heroes before I had watched anything, just because they're made of metal and then you know and that's great. But they're heroes. And they're heroes. Uh, but Space Sheriff Gavon, um, <laughs> what's the? That was a those hmm. 22 minutes i'm telling you i saw some things i lived a lifetime in those 22 minutes and uh i definitely want to see i don't I, honestly i don't know just based off that one episode i don't know if you pair gavon with anybody like i don't mind them trying to use those other series and things to relaunch the older heroes i just don't even know if you like, i don't know if you can pair gavon with other characters and have it like unless you you either speed them up or you just let gavon do his own thing because that wow things happen things happen so quickly <laughs> there's so much you just you know like huh. i think i think you either have to slow gavon down which nobody benefits from that or you have to speed other characters up so just they need to be aware of you know i haven't seen the crossovers but they just need to adjust <laughs> yeah they, they they were a little slower and i mean I've, I've only caught a few episodes of gavin at the time but it's just like and that's a very different show, <laughs> yeah, too. But um, so, like, for, to putting him into a Sentai series, this is like, this feels weird. But I, I mean, I enjoyed it still. But um, I never got to watch the whole thing. But yeah, it was a, uh, it's different to say that. Um, I like the effort, or at least the making an attempt. But yeah, as far as I know, I, I don't. Uh, I've only seen. I haven't really made the effort to go out and venture into the series, the revival attempts. Um, but, uh, I guess the closest thing, closest thing I could have made an effort or have really made an effort for might've been in Kikaider, which happened, I think during Drive? Gaim? Oh, was it Gaim? I think it was. It was either Gaim or Drive. It might've been Gaim. Might've been Gaim. Okay. Then, yeah, like, it was just kind of a weird thing that was going on that they, it definitely felt tacked on. I would wish it success. Cause I think Kit Kider is really cool. And I think Huck Kider is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, to, to get some kind of modern adaptation, um, with Huck Kider in it, I think that that would be a success, but I don't know that that's happened. I, I, I wasn't, uh, like I said, I didn't really track or, or, um, uh, delve deep into, to what was going on with Kit Kider at the time, but, um, I have an appreciation for it, I guess. All right. Well, boys, that was the uh, that was the last question. Um, so, uh, Doc, thanks so much for being on. You you want to go ahead and, and plug some of your other projects and things that you got going on, like the Patreon links and that sort of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, hopefully by the time I get this, at least this episode comes out, I hope to have uh, episode 130 of the Ask Backwards Enemy podcast uh out um i think i promised to have that up by then uh so you can check that out over at ssaapodcast.com uh i know i mentioned the patreon link you can also go to uh ssaanetwork.com which actually direct you to our patreon page uh all the shows that i am a part of you can will be posted up on there uh as far as any other major projects i'm going to be working on uh i think the the project i'm mainly focusing on is this uh jumping through 2017 which is a a, a a way for me to go through my Shonen Jump backlog. So I have a bunch of series I'm reading uh, all the way back from 2017 that I never got about uh, got a chance to read mm. uh, from the business Shonen Jump. So I'm reading through everything. So month in month chunks, if you will. So that's like four ish, four or five issues at most. So in a lot of series. So yeah, that's exclusively on Patreon. 
Uh, so you can go check that out. Uh, three bucks to listen to the whole thing. It's going to be like 12 episodes in total. Maybe more. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's mainly it. JessicaTomaPodcast.com, which is uh, also there. Uh, and uh, OnePodcastPrevails.com as well. Uh, that's the Detective Conan podcast that I'm part of. Um, and that's it. Yeah, that's, that's all the major stuff right now. All right, well, awesome. Again, wow. thanks for, for uh, also being part of the Sleep Hayton Boys uh, hashtag <laughs> uh, and being super busy and prolific, but uh, I love all your stuff, and uh, it was great to have you on. So, um, And Pat, thanks also for being on with me again, my partner in crime, my buddy. Yeah. And uh, thanks to all the people that sent in questions. Um, you're obviously now, if you've sent in questions this month for this episode, you're entered in April, so be tuned in in a couple of weeks when we announce the next winner. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast. Podcast!